0: Hey, this is Brent.
1: Hey, this is Jordan.
0: What's up? This is Matt. Hey, this is Sean. And this is the Digital Ascent Podcast.
2: Hey, thanks for listening and tuning in to Digital Ascent. This is episode 0018. Uh, Today, me and the boys have a special guest with us. We're going to be talking about something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about... um, the importance of, you know, staying healthy and what motivates us to stay healthy and, you know, what are some of the challenges that we face, you know, being in an office or an IT job, um, you know, that gets in our way. But first we're going to go ahead and start it off with some current events. Uh, the first one's been making some news in the security world. Cloudflare has seen a significant raise in DDoS attacks. Uh, specifically they're seeing the DDoS attacks come over HTTP as opposed to coming at the TCP layer um the reason why this is kind of interesting is these recent attacks that are happening over the application layer now they they they're 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 old attacks the stuff that we've seen before everyone's kind of familiar with like what a ddos attack is maybe not everyone but you know most it professionals are familiar with a ddos attack or a distributed denial of service attack um you know and when you send a lot of data that's when you send a lot of data to you know, machine, and it can't respond to all, all of the information, therefore, you know, ceases to operate as expected. The reason why it's kind of interesting, though, is that's, you know, that's happening over a new plane uh, of attack, right? Happening over the application layer instead. One thing that uh, I do want to point out is that it's, it seems to be more common in ransomware attacks now to, to see some of these DDoS attacks happening also so they try to take down your business Jordy Brent have you guys seen that at all or have you guys read anything about that in the news
1: I haven't heard anything about it uh but this doesn't surprise me and you just said something about you know uh the the volume of kind of DDoS attacks Mm kind of happening more and more and that's really I think if I'm not mistaken y'all correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like somebody like a major like video game publisher or developer just went through a DDoS attack like a couple weeks ago or something like that, right? It was some video game or something. I could be wrong. Let me That's not the question that you asked. Anyways, I'm not tracking anything as far as CrowdStrike is concerned, but again, it don't surprise me.
2: Brent, anything from you, man? Yeah, I I, I was trying to
0: remember uh because I Jordan made me remember like reading an article too about somebody getting hit recently. I know I was looking at the the article that you referenced here uh, and they said uh, cloudflare, cloudflare seeing a surge in hyper value metric. And I was like, what is hyper value metric? How, how, what do they mean by that? Um, and I, I was getting ready to click in and read on that. I hadn't read that one yet, but I, I didn't know if you knew off the top or not.
2: Uh, I think it has to do with the, with the with the attack over the hyperlink protocol is was my okay, understanding, and that's that's kind of like the the what's new here is that they're they're seeing record breaking amounts of like it's not the and it's not the amount of attacks in terms of volume and in terms of numbers of attacks, it's the volume of data being pushed during the course of the attack that's record breaking and it's happening over and over again. It's really wild stuff. Uh, yeah, it is pretty wild. We're seeing. I in wild innovation in the attacks in the attack space right and you see
0: more and more cuz you know cloudflare cl- i can't even talk cloudflare, cloudflare yeah has uh you know they have that splash page that you typically mm-hmm. see before loading into you know whatever it is that, whatever site that you intended to go to in the first place and i see mm-hmm. more and more cloudflare now yeah uh, than i did you know a year ago even which yeah, is really, pretty wild yeah. and i and i know too like certainly they can't be the only solution for denial of service you know just that sort of uh website protection in general it's just i don't know that i just maybe i haven't noticed other providers or maybe they're they set more in the background than cloudflare does i I don't know but i just like you always see cloudflare i feel like that is like the norm that's the standard
1: did you mention did you only mention uh Cloudflare here or was there anybody else that was like really affected or was it just Cloudflare? I'm I'm uh, just reading some stuff. I'm looking at some stuff right now and it also mentions Google and Amazon, yep. AWS mm-hmm. also had their stuff uh yep. they had their pockets ran. So I, I apologize if I spaced yeah. and you already mentioned that. No. Um, I, I
2: hadn't okay. No, you Perfect. you really pulled you pulled it out. It's something that um and and I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause there's two things. This article points to Cloudflare. Cloudflare is who saw the record breaking numbers and they have a couple of times. From what I understand, the other providers that you talked about have not seen the same record breaking numbers that Cloudflare has was hit with. Um but, you know, and this is kind of where I wanted to wrap it up is that uh, people are seeing this more and more. If you're listening to this and you're in IT and you know, you're in a position where you can think about you know, incident response, disaster recovery, stuff like that. I encourage you to look at this article. I encourage you to think about how, um, when you get ransomware attack that you might also get DDoS at the same time and, uh, what can you do to mitigate that or, you know, what can you, you do to, you know, offset some of that risk, um, something like that, uh, or how and more importantly, how can you operate when you're in a DDoS state, you know, you know, keep in mind that might take down your phones. Just really
1: just really quickly i there's a quote in here um from both cloudflare and google just really quick on um the attack numbers cloudflare said it was that this attack was three and a half times bigger than its previous biggest attack on record and google said it was seven and a half times larger than its previous attack on record there isn't like specific numbers but i just wanted to highlight that as we wrap up you know this portion of current events that's crazy
2: it's crazy yeah it's really wild stuff so um they're happening you know it's, it's easier it's happening more frequently and it's happening in greater numbers you know everyone you know keep your eyes up keep a lookout be planning plan seriously all right next thing uh following up on an old news article from i think it was episode last episode or one before uh netflix has officially rolled out their gaming that's pretty cool uh, i've checked it out you can just go to netflix uh, you just go into the netflix app on your phone and start downloading games and um i mean there's some decent games on there man 12 minutes is on there uh range three is on there or at least you know what time of recording um oxen free and oxen free 2 is on there you know a bunch of little indie games that it's cool stuff some of it looks kind man, of silly i I'm, I'm, I'm
1: really not trying to draw the current events out today of all days specifically but i've said it a million times before and i'll say it a million more times i don't understand i guess i do understand it but i don't know why netflix is trying to get into into games you know what i'm saying like i don't what is their end goal with this you know like what is the somebody in their exec room thinks that people are going to go to netflix to play video like i just don't understand yeah all of the games that you listed can be played elsewhere <laughs> like, with better experiences. One would, one would assume, right. Uh, when you talk about a, a brand new game launcher and all the bugs and issues that come with that, like I just, who is going out? Oh, you know what? Let me just go play video games on Netflix. You know, let's <laughs> you, you already,
0: you, you forgot the conclusion to that discussion the last time though. and And I think I that conclusion that- was it's not for us.
2: Yeah, yeah it's not, so not, not, we're, we're not not we're not that bro, demographic bro think about it it's like it's like amazon prime and i'm not i'm not kidding it's like amazon prime you buy amazon prime but sure now i get prime music and maybe i don't invest in google music and you know prime for the cost of not or amazon for the cost of not very much has denied google a sale and um and so i think that you know, I, I want, you know, I kind of feel like Netflix is picking up where Gamefly left off. And, you know, this is the beginning. And just because, you know, these are stupid little indie games, I shouldn't call them that. These are some of these are great games. They're not. Hey, stupid 12 minutes is a banger. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a yeah, I know. I like said, it. yeah, a- I was wrong. Or, uh, Look, to it. I was I was wrong. OK, I said it. I, I was wrong. I immediately <laughs> retracted my statement. All right. I get that's it. I, yeah, and I did. I was wrong. OK, we don't even have to cut it. I'll just admit that I was wrong. but i mean this is just the beginning you know what about when they start you know they're 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 trying to compete in the space that you know some of these other game companies are um playstation uh with their little system and xbox game pass and you know ubisoft's got theirs and blah
3: blah 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 blah,
2: blah. you know i say let them compete man and see what they see what they have and you know maybe if i can just have another way to you know cloud game and you know maybe i maybe they deny apple maybe they deny apple a sale for apple one i don't know
1: as and you know man as far as netflix is concerned just throwing in on top of their news you know bullet point for for this month but i've i've heard rumors in the video game space in the last two weeks that um well number one this is not a rumor but they're working on you know ubisoft is working on an assassin's creed title specifically for netflix um, so if that's moving along. Um, absolutely. They announced probably six or seven months ago, they announced like four or five Assassin's Creed games at once. It was this year's Assassin's Creed games for the major, you know, platforms that they normally launch on, but then also like a mobile one, one for Netflix, a VR space, like a whole bunch of different things. So Netflix is getting one of those. But then I also heard a rumor that they are in talks with Rockstar right now to try and get like a license for the GTA um, series so that they could, you know, maybe Rockstar, they could pay Rockstar some money to make a specific title exclusive to whatever this new Netflix platform is. So Matt, I really appreciate the Gamefly reference that you made because Maybe this is just going to be the digital version of that. You know, I'm sure this is news as well. This month, uh, Netflix shipped its last DVD-like shipment. They've gone away from the physical, you know, media as far as, you know, the the movie cues that you could have once upon a time when they launched. So the last one was shipped earlier this month. They're doing away with that. So it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, work through this newly, you know, this new kind of Xbox Game Pass-ish model um don't want to draw this out too much just wanted to i mean netflix is hot right now they're really pushing heavy for for the video game space which i imagine is to probably make up for for the losses they they <laughs> go through making their own movies and you know uh renting out other licenses and all that stuff so uh hope it works out for them hope they don't blockbuster themselves <laughs> oh, <Got
2: yeah>. <laughs> um I I do want to, I do want to wrap it up with, uh, you know, one little final note. And that is that there is just a metric ton of little games that, that, you know, sync up with their show lineups. So, you know, if you liked, you know, I think it was the circle or love is blind or whatever, you know, reality TV show you're really into. They got a game for that. So you can play along with the little love is blind situation. Shameless,
1: man. <laughs> hey, no, no, it's
2: not. It's not shameless. It's effective vertical marketing know, material man. that I is know. that that is that is continually engaging eyeballs and building value.
1: Yeah, for sure. I get it. I, 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 I some, like to poke. That's fun some good. I that's
2: that's good corpo speak ain't it, it's not so bad. <laughs> it really
1: is, netflix needs you on the board you know what i mean
2: yeah get me out there i'll go sh- i'll go tell them what's up i'll go sell for them all right all right next one last one and then we're gonna get down to the meat and potatoes here uh Chattopiti has just rolled out dolly three into um into the, into the platform directly into it. If you remember from previous episodes, we talked about chat GPT, you know, the little chat bot that was released by OpenAI, And then we talked about Dolly two, which was the, the bot that can take text and turn it into visual images that you can go test out for free. And you still can just by searching for it on Google and, um, you know, signing up with your little, with a little account or whatever, but now you can do Dolly three in ChatGPT. GPT. And I mean, I, I, I encourage you guys open up the show notes, go check out that link. Some of those pictures are amazing, just beautiful.
0: Yeah, it does really well. And they said that I was reading that particular article and they were saying, and and I saw evidence of it in the, in the gallery, but. Uh, in terms of handling uh, facial features and handling text, text has always been kind of a text has a been, been a serious one
2: problem. It's been a problem, man.
0: Right. it outright doesn't work <laughs> yeah, in a so lot now, of cases. Like, th- this one here, you can just simply feed it like I want a banner or something that says yeah, X, great. Y, and Z, and it just does not it And it looks nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like it generating like logos for websites, logos for businesses. Um, it's pretty. Oh, it's man. pretty cool. It's and, and I mean, it's making, I'm, I'm like, well, man, maybe I want to do chat GPT plus for a change because right. I, I was subscribing to the mid journey thing. I've talked about it in the past. Uh, and that was 10 bucks a month for like the basic tier, but why, you know, I'm looking at it as why well, why bother? would I do that when I can do 20 and get access to GPT version four of the uh, chat, you know, the open AI model, and then dolly three on top of it. That makes yeah. it, the, the value proposition is, way higher it's with them higher. valley
2: three in there yeah it's really fantastic so um you know this is you know to me this is still amazing uh i feel like we're just still in the beginning of an ai revolution that we're seeing just you know just barely start to to come about right we're still you know we're not even in the first year of when it got released i don't think so maybe it was September. Maybe it I was September. We
1: probably hit that year mark. I thought.
2: Yeah, well, I think we did. I think we did it. Maybe, maybe I think it was September. Maybe it was November. The point is that we haven't even seen the first decade of this. Stuff.
0: Yes, sir. That's oh, right? That, right? Yeah, that's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah, that, yeah. exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We haven't even seen five years of this. This is wow. Doesn't it? Most businesses haven't even figured out how to go beyond. Well, this is interesting. We need to figure out how to get it into our in, into our business, but we're not really sure how to do that and even if we did there's still a bunch of challenges and you know whatever so um all right guys last I, I i lied i have one more thing that i wanted to talk about um it looks like the activision and xbox acquisition actually succeeded and yes, it wasn't blocked yeah jordy do you want to talk, tell me about it brother yeah just real quick uh so the acquisition um went through earlier
1: uh this month i want to say maybe the second week of october third week of October at the latest. Um, And yeah, it closed out. Unfortunately, there was no, you know, there was no major celebration, you know, similar to how they, you know, announced the Bethesda, you know, acquisition had closed. They had, you know, re-released, you know, Practically all of the Bethesda library uh, on game Pass, you know, with all of the you know new bells and whistles, you know four k upscaling and you know enhanced for series X consoles or you know pc just kind of bringing those games, those older games into the newer, you know the modern uh, uh, era, I guess of gaming. so um the big one takeaway I, I guess from this acquisition, um we're not going to see any games anytime soon um from Xbox, I think. Uh, you know part of the i think phil spencer you know was quoted saying hey look we, we got so caught up in the weeds with uh trying to ensure that you know the the court stuff was handled you know with with specificity we didn't even really start you know work on on any of the old activision you know libraries or, or titles or anything like that until just before it was announced so i think as he was doing those interviews he was you know doing some visits It's, you know, really around the globe because Activision has studios everywhere, um, Blizzard and King. So um, he was going and visiting them, but... Uh, It'll probably be a couple years before we see anything, you know, first party come out of those studios uh, outside of whatever they have planned already, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. But um, we should start to see those Game Pass games start trickling in. um, I think they said mid-year this upcoming year. So by 2024, they should have some new stuff out there. Um, And uh, hopefully, as far as the next 10 years is concerned, we'll start to see Xbox really, you know, pick it up and and, uh, punch above their weight class with... um, of the talent that they have just accrued um if not that'd be a giant waste of 70 billion dollars so uh really excited to, to see what they get up to uh, as they transition into, you know i guess the next era of, of the gaming space which is apparently supposed to be mobile focused right so um that's it that's the spiel just wanted to close the loop on it of course since we've you know we've, we've covered this at uh great depths before so um yeah just wanted to close the loop the acquisition is said and done so we can all get back to our, our normal gaming lives yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm so excited about this everyone as everyone knows i'm a, just a giant fan of this situation and i'm super just huge. yeah super huge fan and um i just can't wait to see the glories it will bring the gaming space now that there's even less competition Hey, there's some more investment though. So what do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> ah God. Frustrating. All right. <laughs> All right. Um on 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 to the main topic. So um I wanted to talk about this was this this was a topic I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the importance of like staying healthy. Um and you know, I wanted to talk about it because over my career in it before it i was a server i was a i was i was a waiter and i was on my feet all the time and um i was like i was under 200 pounds you know i'm like five nine or sorry i'm like five eleven so um you know i was under 200 pounds i was in pretty you know i was in decent shape and then i i took a desk job and very quickly um i was no longer under 200 pounds and um, you know, over the last decade, decade and a half, it's, it's been one of those things where, um, I've noticed it's just really easy to put on weight when you're not, you know, w- walking for like six hours, six hours a day, basically. Mm, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, obviously weight challenges is something that, you know, uh, America faces, you know, and, um, I just felt like it'd be it'd be a good thing to talk about, right? I I feel like it's a good thing to kind of bring up, you know, and talk about every once in a while and just kinda of bring it bring it to the forefront. Um, you know, so I want to start off just by talking about a few things about why, why are we here, why is it important to me personally. Uh for me personally, um I I wanna make sure that I can still, you know, keep up with my kids and and travel when I'm older. I wanna make sure that um, you know, I can still do the things that I need to do for my career, you know, in this case for me, it may just be like, I need to be able to sit up and, 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 you know, work for eight or nine hours a day. And that may I may not seem like a big deal, but I, you know, I have some lower back injuries and, um, you know, I've noticed that when I'm heavier, that they're exacerbated and that when they're exacerbated, um, it can make it hard to sit there for eight hours a day. And so I I don't know. I just felt like it it felt like it would be a good topic. And with that, I kind of want to open the floor to Brent and Jordy for a moment before we introduce our, our professional that we wanted to bring on, um, and see what you guys, you know, how do you guys, what do you guys have to say about all that do you guys have, you know, things like, what are your goals and why do you think it's important or however you want to phrase
1: all that? Brent, you want to hop in here? You mind if I, I slide next? What are your, what do you think, sir? Go ahead, sir. Okay, perfect. So, um, <clears throat> Matt, I'm first and foremost. I know this is kind of like we're patting ourselves on the back here, but um, yeah. I this topic was this is totally Matt's idea, and um, you know we spent a lot of a, not a whole lot of time, but uh, more time than we normally do for prep for for this episode just to make sure that you know the right message comes across, which is you know we're not here to fat shame, we're not here to you know, point the finger at anybody and Mm -hmm. and tell anybody they're Mm -hmm. wrong. Uh, Our, our, you know, our big, you know, point here, the goal here is just to, to, hey, speak on it, you know what I mean? Um, Statistically, uh, people who are, you know, working desk jobs, who also work high stress jobs are going to tend to be overweight uh, and, and more on the, you know, unhealthy side than, than um, I think some of us are are willing to, to admit. I think for, for me personally, um, getting out of the army, it was, you know, my weight was one thing that I thought, you know, I'll never get out of control. Like I've got a life's worth of, you know, experience. I know what I got to do to keep the weight off. I want to stay in good shape. uh, And this will never be a problem for me, right? Uh, Well, come to find out years later, you know, even being in the military and getting out, like my relationship, not just with my weight, but like eating, um, working out, it wasn't necessarily healthy. So, you know, it was more of, you know, I was kind of, you know, you've got the, the saying, you know, you dangle the carrot or, or you get the stick, right? And I thought that, you know, as I approached weightlifting or fitness or just a healthier lifestyle as a whole, that I was kind of dangling that carrot in front of myself, which was, hey, man, if you if you just stay in shape, you stay healthy, you'll be here for the long haul, you'll be okay. And that was the, you know, that was supposed to be the push for me or the motive to to get myself into the gym and just kind of watch what I was eating. And I, I think I've come to find out, you know, in the last two years that, that mindset that I'm just kind of getting out of now, um, was really, I was giving myself the stick, right. It was like a threat. Like if, if, cause that's how the military treats it, at least in mm-hmm. my MOS and my job, you know, and, and I'm, I'm very excited or looking forward to, to getting to hear from our professional today on, you know, their thoughts on, you know, um, everything I'm, I'm kind of working through right now, but all this to say, sometimes I think, you know, we think we're we're giving ourselves or telling ourselves you know what we need to hear to get ourselves into the gym to lose whatever weight um and really this battle is as much as a, a mental you know battle as it is a physical battle right so um i just wasn't being really nice to myself and that contributed negatively to a lot of the journey that I've had over the last five years, we'll say. Um, and I wasted a lot of my own time simply because my my mindset was just not in the right place, right? So um, I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like I'm kind of rambling. Um, but this is really important to me because I feel like a lot of people are in the same place. They think that, oh, if I fast for 18 hours, I'll be pretty and I'll be okay. I won't have to – you know what I mean? And And really, uh-huh. they're just taking the long way around – to sing at the exact same spot that they're at. Because at the end of the day, this all just comes back to, you know, how do I create a new, uh, new maybe too far, but a, a, a new kind of lifestyle that is sustainable, right? That'll get me what I want, but I also won't want to pull my hair out, you know what I mean? Or jump off a bridge three weeks into mm-hmm. whatever this new fad is, right? So um, I, I just think there's a giant misconception and one that I've fallen into. It's one that friends and family of mine have fallen into. And so I think Matt hit the nail right on the head of, you know, this is uh, I think weight struggles or issues just being generally healthier are things that we in our industry, not only IT, but people just with desk jobs. This is, these are things mm-hmm. that we struggle with, yeah. right? So um, I'm glad to be talking about it. I think Matt brought this up uh, and I, I hope that we can uh, make some sense and <laughs> not ramble like I just did for three minutes. So uh, that's my spiel. <laughs>
2: uh J- Jordi, for the for the record wish we were on camera my my mom is over here nodding along quite a bit to to awesome. what you're okay. saying Thank yeah you. no so so what <laughs> what you're what you're saying here is it, it I, my interpretation is that it's all stuff that she's heard before and yeah she said i love yeah, that it is yeah cool good uh, deal brent do you want to do you want to chat then we'll go ahead and introduce my mom and let her speak to why um why she she's an authority on these subjects
0: yeah just real quick, I mean, I honestly, I think I mirror a lot of what you said specifically um in terms of you know one i wanna not only do I wanna keep up with my kids but I wanna be around for a long time, right, you know, yeah. so that I can see my kids grow up and I yeah, can see, see my daughters you know potentially get married and and have you know grandkids and then keep up with the grandkids on top of it, like I don't wanna be yeah. just crippled in old age because I just completely, you know, tore my body apart. I didn't take care of myself. So, um, you know, that's a big thing. And then, of course, you know, you thinking about retirement and settling down with, with, you know, your spouse and all that, and, and being able to go and do things, enjoy retirement. Um, yeah, I mean, you gotta be healthy to do that um so and then you know a lot of us too i'm one of them and and matt i know you like to play your video games on the side and so does jordan Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the times not only are we sitting around for an eight-hour work day but then we're moving right on over to the couch or staying at the computer and playing video games on top of it so
2: i'm not i'm Um, not playing beat saber unfortunately
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing beat saber and dance dance revolution and all these things, or just dance, you know, where we're like getting up and active. We're, we're at this point, we're like, this is therapy. We're relaxing on the couch (laughs) and kind of, and yeah. And that's like, that's how we wind down. Um, so, you know, I'm not out shooting hoops in the neighborhood, you know, basketball court. I'm not, you know, I, my hobbies are not entirely physical, so I'm battling the, the war on two fronts. So yeah, all that to say, yeah, I want to be around to see my kids grow up, and I want to be around for grandkids.
2: Awesome. Well, uh, guys, thank you for, you know, speaking candidly. Uh, I know that this stuff, you know, sometimes it's hard to speak candidly about, so thank you, you know, coming on and speaking candidly about that. Uh, okay, so with all that in mind, I want to introduce my mom, Karen Barton. Um, she was trained by the Navy. And I'm going to let her go over her work history with you and, um, you know, what type of training she's had. And I'll let you, so that way you can decide whether you feel like she's an authority on these subjects. So, uh, Mom, please introduce yourself.
3: Hi. Thank you guys for having me tonight. Um, I'm going to tell you that um, around 2000 is when I started my journey in fitness. Um, uh, The neighbor hired me, the Navy hired me to run a wellness center for them. And I hold certifications from Cooper's Institute, which is down in Texas. Their whole institute is dedicated to healthy, well-being lifestyles. Um, I also hold AFA certificates with the American Fitness Aerobics Association. And within that, I hold specific uh, certifications as far as spinning and muscle conditioning and uh, bodybuilding, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, one of my jobs, which I absolutely loved, is I was a, I was a trainer for the CFLs, um, and that is the certified, um, or the command fitness leaders training, and I taught them how to train their troops um, in probably what was the best way, and I gave them all the nutritional information and all the exercises that they could do in a safe manner. Uh, let's see what else is and the uh, the only thing I'll say also about the military is they spent thousands of dollars educating me every year I was at conference or at certain kind of trainings I worked with mostly active duty personnel most of my clients in there were uh, probably in the 30 to 40 age range Mm -hmm. that I did Um, my house my wellness center was also what they considered the last um, house on the block so sailors that were getting ready to get booted out of the navy because of their weight they would send them to me and I would give them all the information they needed in order to make that lifestyle change and since I can't control other people's behavior um, I gave them the information it was theirs to do with what they wanted to do And a lot of them got with the program, I'll say that. We had a lot of successes out of there. Uh, The other thing I did with the active duties, and one thing that I'm really proud of, is that I designed a mobile van, which I filled with all kinds of equipments, like medicine balls and TRXs and BOSA balls and hurdles, things like that. And I set up circuits so that I could go out to their spaces, and I could train about 200 people at a time. Like that, and the only thing we didn't do with them was running japping jumping jacks and stretching just static stretching uh because it's my belief that you need to have a good strong core um in order to avoid less or have less injuries rather
2: i'm I'm a fan of that i I personally like really like to work the core when I work out you know as I mentioned earlier i have um you know I have some back injuries so I know that i I feel like when I'm, when I'm actively working my core, it definitely feels like it's, um, my, I mean, like my back hurts less. This is part of what drove me in into like my, my own personal fitness journey. Uh, you know, this time around, you know, I say this time around because, you know, I start and I stop and I start and I stop. It's hard to stay, stay going. Right. Um, now I noticed mom, one of the things that you brought up is that, um, you know, but you've been you noticed I'm sorry, you said a lifestyle change. I feel like maybe, maybe Jordy said something about a fad earlier. Do you kind of want to talk about lifestyle changes versus fad diets and their effectiveness and just like Please. the, big, the big, yes. yeah, big, big, big picture, man. Help, help us out here. What, what should we be doing from the big, from top level view?
3: Okay. Well, just as a beginning, I'll tell you that fad diets don't work. Uh, they are meant to relieve your pocketbook at billions of dollars a year, and they put lots of money into it. Most of them mm-hmm. most of them will be telling you to only eat certain foods. A lot of diets will tell you to cut all all carbohydrates because they think that bread and starch is the enemy. It is not, I'm here to tell you. Um, and one of the things I'll mention is that one of my favorite things that ever happened to me is a person who had been sent back to my office because they'd regained, regained their weight, said to me, I'm going to go on the Atkins diet again, because it worked so well the first time. Right. <laughs> first time we want it to be permanent lifestyle change um, in your life, something that you can control and something that you're willing to do.
2: Do you, do you feel like you have to, like, I mean, like a lifestyle change sounds like, sounds like a lot. Do you feel like you have to make like huge changes all at once if you want to be successful or like do I like do I have to start working out every day if I like no matter what if I want to be successful or like at like an hour and a half a day or anything like that or is it something where I can start small and you know build up or like what 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 should I how should I approach those problems
3: you absolutely do not have to start out exercising out an hour and a half a day um exercise is a cumulative so you can do five minutes at a time if you want. You could do that six times a day or ten times a day, and you will have an accumulation of, of cardio exercise at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Um, for people that are specifically that are sitting at their desk that are having a hard time finding time to get up and just go to lunch, let alone exercise during the day, you can do small things to start, like just bringing your knees up to your chest or up to your waist, as high as you could get. Anytime you add an arm pull over your head and bring it down, it's gonna raise your heart rate, Hmm. uh, which is what you want. The whole thing is, is about calories in and calories out. The cardio is what's gonna burn your calories. So I'm talking about walking, I'm talking about elliptical, I'm talking about just squats, which Mm -hmm. is not aerobic, but um, it's all gonna help you. Do, and you have to do a little bit at a time until you're ready to take on more. If you want to take on more,
2: do you do you do you have to do cardio or can you, you know, can I do like um, like functional strength training or weightlifting or you know things like that?
3: Well, that's two different things. Okay, um, you're gonna have to have a little cardio in there because okay. that's what burns your calories the most. It's kind of interesting because calories will. Uh, your cardio will burn your calories quickly and your muscle conditioning will burn the calories longer. Okay. So I I'd like to see them go hand in hand, a little bit of both. Um, But if you want to lose more serious weight, you're going to have to do some cardio. And like I said, it can be one of the things I've always suggested to people is that if you're not having an exercise program at all right now, the first thing you can do is start to park your car at the furthest spot you can from the grocery store or from any place walk yourself in get the cart go shopping load your groceries and then return the cart to the place
2: yeah that's a good way to just get like a little a little bit in there you know i don't i don't i don't know about other people working in it but i'm i am busy she My mom said for people who can't go up to get up to go to lunch. And I was like, oh, (laughs) you must, you must have a view into my day. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm just kidding. I, of course, always take all of my federally mandated breaks and I have it at at all of my jobs, of course. And I'm sure (laughs) that we have, that everybody here has as well. Uh, Yeah, it's hard, right? It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get up from your desk, especially when you get a lot of emergencies and, and things like that so you said that you know if you're sitting at your desk you can just try you know lifting your legs up basically
3: yeah you can basically try lifting your legs up you can use if you're not doing any kind of muscle conditioning right Mm -hmm. now you can use your desk with your hands on it to do squats oh that makes Um, sense yeah a little modified squat you do not have to have equipment at home you can get an empty gallon jug of milk and put water in it uh to the level at which you want to do weight conditioning with your arms with your biceps and your triceps Mm. you can use cans in your house that you've stocked up and use those to keep your muscles strong in the beginning they'll probably be light but if you're not doing anything light is better than nothing
2: I feel like I probably still have some cans stocked up from from when COVID happened Mm -hmm. and that maybe I could even use for something like that Mm -hmm.
1: So I've got a I've got a question in here. I'm gonna hop in here. Uh and uh Miss Barton kind of kind of points I, I wanna kinda of feed um on or build off of some of the experience that you um so graciously listed for us um at the beginning of, of this segment. But um, you know, working with the military, you you and I've before, this won't be a a mystery or a surprise to anybody, but I I was active duty for four years, did a year in the National Guard. And so I'm I'm very, (laughs) very, very um, in line or aware of, you know, the military's, you know, the fitness regiments and and what we're doing for soldiers that aren't necessarily missing the mark, or in your case, sailors. Uh, I wanted to to ask, you know, normally by the time we've got, you know, on the Army side, so I would assume that this is the same for, for the Navy as well. You said you were essentially positioned as as the last house on the block, right? So, um, please correct me if I'm wrong. In, in our case, you know, normally before we're sending a soldier to to go, you know, speak to a master trainer or you know, senior position who you know has all of the the book smarts, and now we just need that we need that knowledge to kind of be passed on from you know, the the big master themselves. Um, you know, the, it was anywhere between you know eight months to twelve months. Sometimes we're seeing you know uh the the limit or the time you know frame before we're sending them out to you guys is probably a little bit longer sometimes the you know performance on their side is wavering there's a million different you know reasons so i, I really want to the question here is what is your you know your your thought process or your approach to you know breaking this cycle that these soldiers or your sellers or, or service members in general are in um do you have any tips on you know how do you how getting yourself out of, I'm gonna call it like this weight gain hole, right? Where um, you know, maybe you feel like you're being super, you know, adamant or, or aware of of the choices that you're you're making and and it's just not cutting it, right? Um what were some approaches that you took as these service members are are getting to you, the the last house on the block. Does that question make sense?
3: Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Um I I ran another program for the Navy called Ship Shape. And that's when the guys that got mandated over to me would have to see me for two months once a week for two months, and I would try to train them especially on their nutritional eating uh why are you eating? what time are you eating perfect um and and what is behind that? One of the tools I gave them, and I'm just using this as an example is the program My Fitness pal works really well um when they were when they were with me i had them write it down um basically the same thing that fitness pal does for you you had to write it down every day because a lot of times people and i used to tell this that you're never going to w- remember if you walked by my office and grabbed a piece of chocolate you know and all, a lot of times too people have no concept of how many calories they're actually eating yeah no you kidding. know well i just had a small hamburger today well you know, let's look at that, let's look at that hamburger, you know, Um, how much green food are you eating? (laughs) Yep. You know, things like that. That's going to give you a lot of information um, just from that. So I gave them those tools like that. And then I trained them also in exercises that I thought that they could accomplish to start with, um, or that they liked, which is even more important. You know, finding something you like and doing it, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's, um, you know, going to the gym, getting on the elliptical if you have bad knees, whether that's setting up a place in your home that you can do a little bit of exercise every day. is really a matter of how much time you're willing to commit to doing it. And the question is, how do we get out of that? How do we get out of our rut? An interesting ha- thing happens. At least this is what I noticed with over my years of the training is that once people start to have some success, um, they get excited and they want more success. So once you've lost maybe a pound or two, um, your your mind's going to go, oh, maybe this is work. This is going to work, you know, for me. Uh, the other thing that really helps, um, and I wanted to make note of it, is music. You know what music motivates you to move, and that's a really important thing to look at.
2: Uh, I know, I know I found that that it like it helps me when I work out. There's definitely certain music that I found to be more effective for me personally.
1: There's also one other thing that that um, you know, Miss Barton, you hit on, which I I it was like a light bulb in my brain. Um, and I remember the first, probably the first quarter, the first three months after I've been on my current you know, track for probably close to two years now, I'm, I'm about down uh, 70 pounds. Um, I'm on the way back up now, I'm trying to gain a little bit more when and uh, build out some muscle. But uh, I, I think the first thing that I recognized um, in that first quarter was, holy crap, I can't believe how much I'm like consuming calorie wise, right? Like you mentioned the hamburger thing of, oh, I just had a hamburger today. Well Surprised? Uh, how many calories <laughs> are in all of the things that we mm-hmm. consume today, right? Like, uh, you know, a hamburger easy could could run you six to eight hundred calories, like no problem, right? So, you know, calories. in my mind, I wasn't you know thinking anything of this. Of oh, I'm only eating twice a day, but if the two meals I'm eating are both fifteen to eighteen hundred calories a pop, uh, and I'm not working out or moving from my desk and just kind of like Brent mentioned, you know, I'm sitting at my desk for eight hours. A day and I'm going and, you know, still saying saying sedentary because I'm playing video games or I'm chilling on the couch or I don't even have kids, you know, hanging out. Uh, And so you would be very surprised. Um, And I I think that was probably the biggest thing that me on the track that I'm on right now to kind of get that propelled of. um, Step number one for me was getting into that habit of tracking everything that I ate, whether it was Mm -hmm. 15 calories or, you know, 500 calories. It was going in my app. Um, purely so that I could get into that habit of just being conscious of what am I eating when am I eating uh, is it stress real am I actually hungry am i bored what's going on so um just wanted to spend a, a minute on that i I'm it's if our listener can't kind of figure out the theme that we're (laughs) we're, you know that miss uh barton is kind of putting down right now is it's number one it's consistency and and starting off real small right so um i I appreciate the message and the and the tone so far i think we're i think matt i think we're doing exactly what (laughs) your plan was uh from the jump so um yeah good stuff ma'am.
3: one thing i'd like to point out just on that is just, I use the hamburger as an example, but that doesn't mean you can't eat hamburger, (laughs) okay? Absolutely. You can eat eat hamburger at home, you can have it on buns. You wanna look for maybe the 92% fat-free hamburger. Is it a little more expensive? Yeah, it is, Um, but your health is probably worth it um, on that. And I know money can be an issue sometimes. And it's just like, people like to cut out carbohydrates of bread. The truth of the matter is that carbohydrates are your main fuel source, right? So, but we're talking about instead of eating your hamburger on a white bun, get yourself a nice wheat bun or a multi-grain bun um, that's going to be a little more healthy for you. Instead of eating white rice, let's try brown rice or purple rice um, out there instead. So it's not about cutting out all the foods you love. You know, there's foods you want to go to, have your go-to, is such as fruit and vegetables or your lean meats. And we want to sometimes, sometimes eat a dessert that may be a choice for you to eat. For me, myself, I had a weight problem when I was growing up, and um, I have to really be careful of my eating desserts because I'm addicted to it. And once I get one bite of chocolate in my mouth, it's over.
0: Um, you and me both on that one
2: (laughs) i i i I just wanted to offer my own personal two cents on the on the the tracking of calories um it's a pain it can be a pain to track calories especially at first but um you know i've this year i started tracking calories and um the first thing I realized is, oh, my God, I'm eating so many calories. Now. Dude, right? No, it's crazy. Bro, I, started, I started adding it up. You know, it was like I, I started, even though I started tracking calories, I immediately was able to start, you know, trying to hit that goal. You know, I identified a goal. I started trying to hit it. And what I found is that, you know, sometimes I was eating 2,000 more calories than what my daily goal was
1: absolutely and that
2: sometimes i was doing it seven times a week and like <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> and like and not every week but some weeks i was and yeah you know i kind of looked back at the last six months from where i had just put on like 60 pounds and i went huh that's probably exactly how that happened and um, you know, it was, it was really amazing to me to begin to understand that I was eating like, like I thought, I didn't think I was going so hard, but I was eating double what my, what my calorie allotment was, yes, sir, my, man. my, my weight loss goal. Yep. And yeah, it's crazy. You know, and I, you know, I've, for the record, I've, I've read some posts online and anecdotally what I've seen people kind of say is that, um, you know, portion size in America is, is crazy and um you know it's so easy like you basically in fact something i've noticed that if you go out to eat you're basically gonna eat a thousand calories if you eat your entire
1: portion heard i know yep. because i'm not going I mean, like, to can, a place pay 40 bucks for a salad like that's not happening you know what I mean? if i'm going to a my steakhouse, mom is, i'm eating a steakhouse or my, my steakhouse.
2: mom is my mom is shaking her head with emphasis over here about she going, you can definitely. She's right, you can, you can do it. But I'm with Jordy. If I go to a steakhouse, I'm gonna we get no salads bowl.
1: over here, partner. Yeah,
2: that's... no, I don't want. It. I want a tea. I'm gonna get the yeah. Oh
3: Okay, no. I I just want to punch. Stop it! Punch <laughs> she it. goes. I just
2: want to punch you in the face, guys. Right. <laughs> Why are you talking it, like this? It,
3: there's a difference. There's a big difference between a portion. And a serving, okay. A serving is set down, and if you look at the nutritional labels on your boxes or anything else, it's going to tell you what the serving is. Let's say I go to get out and get spaghetti, right? They are giving you, they are giving you on your plate probably four to five times over what the serving (laughs) size is
1: for that thing. So you,
3: yeah, yeah. So that's how you add up your calories is by eating that entire plate of spaghetti when in fact a lot of times what i'll do is i will order my meal and i will order my to go box right then and i'm putting it in there to take with me and i know matt's shaking no, his head I,
2: it's because i keep on meaning it's because i keep on meaning to do it and then forgetting so i'm shaking my set, my head at myself because i'm mad at myself
3: right so and i've really heard have, of people doing that yep yeah you have to really be you have to be careful about the the portion size versus the serving size and and granted um it's if you're just starting down this nutritional journey, you might be in shock um, at what you see because um, a serving size for a male for a piece of meat is about the size of my palm. Right? Damn. <laughs> she got
2: small hands, guys. This yeah, not I'm good. This is not I'm imagining That's not palm. good news for me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> nah, her.
2: My mom is not is, is a petite lady, so that's a small that's a small palm, everybody.
3: Right, but but you can eat a lot of green food. Well, you don't like green food, so how are we going to solve that would be the next right. question. Can, right. can you maybe introduce maybe just one vegetable in that you haven't tried? Maybe there's something out there and you're going to say, well, I hate Brussels sprouts. I'm not going to eat them. And if you haven't tried them, they're actually pretty good. And if in fact you still don't want to eat Brussels sprouts, what can you put in their place? What sounds good to you? Broccoli, green beans, um whatever you want um from there.
2: Brent, we haven't heard much from you, man. Would you you got any questions for the expert?
0: Uh I mean a lot of what you guys have have talked on is I mean it's was right with, with with some of the questions I was going to ask um because I know uh, she touched on, you know, kind of some of the stuff you can do at your desk and stuff like that, kind of the modified squat and all that. I know for me specifically, my Apple Watch, I have it set to where it'll pop up and tell me, hey, it's time yeah. to stand. Yeah, And I use that opportunity to not only stand, but I also, one, either I'll use that opportunity to go like have a bathroom break or something like that. So I'm walking around anyway. So I'm, in, I'm a little bit more than just standing. But I also have an adjustable weight next to my desk and I'll just do you know, some modified love sets it. of whatever, you know, I'm yeah, standing up love with it. it. I might do some squats with it and stuff like that. Um, so that, that makes it handy and something we've done recently and we've, we've done this on and off, but in, in, talking to like the portions and stuff like that portion control and serving control. Um, we also, um, there's a, there's a service. This is not an ad, but there's a lot of services like this, but factor 75 is one we've uh, used before and they essentially mm-hmm. just send you pre-made meals that you just throw in the microwave so it's it's a time saver it's a portion thing and it's just healthy because they have like preset diets when you're selecting your meals every week you know you can be like hey i want carb friendly i want you know i want high protein whatever you know they've got categories for a lot of different stuff and no and they're and they're actually really good most of them are very very good um really good meat really good green selection and stuff like that good spices and good seasoning and all that and it's just It's just easy. Um, And it's also, even though they're typically more expensive than if you went to the grocery store and kind of put these things together yourself, you're also cutting out the cooking time. You're cutting out the prep time. It's convenient because you can just pull it out of the fridge and throw it in the microwave sort of deal. But for me, I I was going to comment too earlier when uh, you guys were talking about that portion control again and the serving control. I was brought up to clear my plate. Like that's just how I was brought up as a kid. And that has... That has like <laughs> transpired into my adulthood yeah, for the most yeah. part. And like when I'm sitting down at like the table at a restaurant, I'm going to clear my plate. Like I'm going to demolish what's it, in man. front of me. It's
1: muscle memory.
0: Right. Like I'm scraping it clean at the end of it. Where, you know, and a lot of times other people, and I've gotten better about this. Uh, you know, a lot of times now I'm like, I'm going to save half for, you know, lunch tomorrow or something like that, whatever. It's just like it's, it's pre set in my mind now. I'm going to eat half of this other half's going in the box kind of like you were saying you know go ahead and get the box to begin with that way you're out of sight out of mind sort of situation um so yeah i mean a lot of this i like i've been down the road i've you know i've done a little bit of keto and stuff in the past which i did have a lot of success on keto but for me keto wasn't sustainable long term and i and i think a lot of people struggle with that um i love bread yeah (laughs) so like and just like just like uh, your mom said like i Instead of eating white bread, you know, we get like the multi grain. I think it's made by Arnold or something like that, but it's like super, super heavy and like the the um, the grain and stuff. Like you can see the seeds and stuff in the bread. Like it's just super hearty bread, but it's so much better. And I mean, it's high in fiber. It's high in protein. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm on board with a lot of this. Um, you know, I guess my only question, I guess would be, um, are there, are there any, I guess, tools or ergonomic adjustments, anything like that for, for us who are sitting at the desk? I know just as, as a few examples that I've seen in the past, you know, a lot of people get those little, like, uh, little pedal things that you can put under the desk. It's like a little cycle. Yeah. Stuff like that is, it would, do you recommend anything like that? Or are there any other things that maybe we haven't thought about or haven't seen that makes sense to kind of like set at our desk? that is just something like we can do while we're almost while we're idle. Like while we're working, we can be doing that as well. Almost like subconsciously.
3: Well, there are definitely options for that out there. If that's what you want to do. A lot of those things I think are made for people that are recovering from injury. Right. But, um, but if you've got bad knees and it's hard for you to walk, definitely get something like that, you know, cause that's not going to hurt you. Um, the, the other the thing I was going to mention and you you started that was that gadgets really work um so many of your watches i know my husband's watch and and matthew's watch they're very fancy watches and it'll track his heart rate it'll track his sleeping it'll track um what he's doing during the day it'll even track your calories as long as you put in all the right protocols and are honest about them um right. when you put those in there um that that kind of thing works too um, yeah so i mean i'm I'm more of a fan of doing things on my own because it takes i wanna i don't wanna say it takes more work, but if I get up and walk in place or knees in place, i'm gonna automatically work my core a little bit more because I'm gonna have to keep that balance um which is why I recommend doing something like that um, for sure, but yeah.
2: That makes that sense. Answer, yeah. Answer your question. All right. Yeah, well, absolutely. we're we're getting uh, a little long on time. So I want to do a quick like summary um, of things. First, I, I should have mentioned it earlier, but I do want to remind people, uh, none of us are doctors. And so none of this is medical advice. You should always talk to your doctor before starting a diet and your new, new exercise program or anything like that. So please yep. do not hear this and you go then go run ten miles tomorrow. Uh, honestly, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna injure yourself if you do that. So if you haven't mm. been running, do not instantly go run ten miles because we encouraged you to get healthy or whatever. Go talk to your doctor first.
1: Um, and this doesn't really need to be drawn out anymore, Matt. No, you hit the nail on the head. But this episode being what it is, and me being who I am, look, who would I be if I didn't add uh, very, you know, context to people's comments, right? So I just want to throw Mm -hmm. out here that, uh, just like mental health, man, uh, if if you're really to, really, like solid shot. And and the, you know the it's just not working out for you or, or you're finding a mind where that you just can't get past or a threshold more rather you're just like mental health maybe it is something that actually requires that
2: personal, mm-hmm.
1: you know third yes. party you know involvement there is there you know mental health we speak on all, some somebody mentioned this to me a mentor mentioned this to me probably about a year ago I was working through a uh, terrible time mentally um, and just didn't know it I was it was uh, you know part of the a hey, this normal, right this is my new normal I'm straight um, and this individual had thrown out you know hey Jordan look you' you're working through X you're working through Y you're working through Z you're doing this you're doing that maybe this isn't something you can solve on your own right like maybe it's a chemical imbalance maybe there are things mm-hmm. that you actually we need you know that that third party for that your friends or your family or me or whoever else just can't you know This isn't something maybe this is not something you can do on your own and there's no shame in that right? Um, if you're at, at the end of the day if you're if you're giving it a, a jolly good try You're giving it 110% effort and things are way that you think they should be go speak to a professional go talk to your doctor yep. See what's going on and have them, you know point you in the right direction, but uh, Matt that was perfect. I didn't need to add on there, but I, I, that for me, that comment from this individual was really like the, 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 yeah. the, the you point. know, the stick that broke the camel's back for me of, oh, maybe it's not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe there's something else that I need. Maybe I need to be on meds. Maybe I need a therapist or a psychiatrist, you know, uh, more than I, I think I do, right? So, um, not trying to get deep, throw myself under the bus, but um, you know, that's what I needed to to kind of kick me into high gear for for my mental stuff, right? And it was it was something similar for the physical stuff as well. So um, cool. great well, great reminder, great recommendation, Matt. No, I appreciate was,
2: you. Man, that was good. Also, thank you for sharing that. You know, it yeah. can be hard to share some of those really personal details, but um, you know, I really hope that like if you're listening to this, I hope that you you like like I hope that your takeaway is that we're sharing these personal details because we want to show you that like it means something to us and this is why it means something to us. Like we're we're trying to share ourselves here, you know, in hopes that it'll it'll help you also because we think we have something to share or I don't I don't know. So uh I do want to do going to some wrapping up i do want to do some high level stuff i guess mom just hop in here at any point if i say something extra stupid i don't think i will okay. um t- <laughs> <laughs> hey hey would it be the first time she's like stop talking matt <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh all right so um number one top level view uh big picture calories in calories out that's if you you know if you really want to make you know make make adjustments. You use that, that stop?
3: No, no. No, she's, she she, no, she's giving, it, she put her you, hand up. <laughs> I'm putting her hand up because I want to put a number on it. Okay. And that is, if you're looking at calories, it, the general rule is 500 calories less in and 500 calories more out.
2: So there you go. The 1,000 calorie differential, that usually means. Hey, so, look, I got another. I'm going
1: to slide it here again, Matt. I'm so sorry because I know do we're it. trying to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, we are. I, but here we the are. calorie is, it is, it is the best piece of advice that I never listened to, you know, before two years ago,
2: Yeah. right? It's like it's, if it calories, seriously,
1: <clears throat> force yourself into tracking what you're eating. Um, and you can maintain that 500 calories. I mean, that's where I started and that's where I had to hold it for probably the first two or three months. It may have been a little bit longer than that. Um, and then <clears throat> specific goals after that i kicked it up to about a thousand calories and um huh. it it was difficult but it was not as impossible and i think my errors or my issues the first couple times that i tried to do this over the last couple years um they didn't last very long because i was starting at that thousand calorie deficit or that 1500 calorie deficit off and it was like it's hard, yeah man. it's difficult it's hard, especially bro. when you're not how much you are intaking, um, and so I, I didn't even really get into following macros or paying attention to my macros, um, you know. Before, probably six weeks ago, the the better half of the last 18 months, I've eaten whatever I wanted as long as I maintained that that caloric deficit. Now, um, that may not be the same for you. There may be some other, you know, it's not a one size fits all for everybody. There may be some different health things that affect you know you specifically but hey i feel like we just covered that go talk to your doctor if things aren't working out for like i don't want to generalize here but i I, i'll say to generalize i feel like most people should be able to get by with this caloric deficit thing if you can start off with five calories and and less than what you're outputting you should be okay you just have to maintain that and you also have to make sure that you're being true to yourself or tracking what you're eating um and you got to make sure that 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 as accurate as accurate can be so that you know where you fall and you know what what work you have to put mm-hmm. or what you don't have to put in, right? Whatever. Yep.
3: I just have one last thing to add because somebody brought it up here or I heard somebody say it. Not eating your food during the day is not a good idea. So waiting all day to eat your dinner um is not gonna is not gonna be good for you because one, you're not gonna feel good. And second, um, you're never going to lose weight by skipping meals. And the reason is because when, they, when your body can't get at that fuel source, it doesn't have anything to eat, it's going to start eating your muscle tissue eventually. Mm-hmm. Yes, so,
1: which, I, which so, I learned the hard way.
3: Yeah. So it doesn't have to be big, big <laughs> meals. I'm saying that you could put in some fruit in the morning, you yes, know, ma'am. something like that. You know, just whatever makes you happy, but um, try to keep food in your body healthier food.
2: Yeah, I uh, thank you for adding that. So um, big picture calories in calories out your body is a machine when you pour fuel into it, it stores it unlike a car, you know, when you pour fuel into a car and you, you put in too much, it just spills onto the ground and you have a fire hazard. When you pour too much fuel into a human body, it adds it around for later because you never know mm-hmm. when you're going to need more fuel. Um, mm-hmm. so number one, calorie in calorie out. Um, I have found this to be like the number one thing for me also. And I've, I've lost like 50 pounds in the past nine months. Love so that, it. that, that is what I focused on. Um, number two is, uh, you should really be adding some sort of exercise. You can't get away from it. If you really want to be successful in this now that exercise can be, I parked at the far end of the gro- of the parking lot. I went for a 10 minute walk. I raised my legs 10 times, you know, for 10 reps, three, and then I repeated that for a total of three times, right? I mean, it's just, you got to start somewhere. And, you know, I initially started my like exercise goal or, sorry, my exercise journey like three years ago. COVID hit and I found myself with, you know, working from home and I had a little bit more time in the day. So I started exercising and, um, you know that like back then i it took me like twenty minutes to get around you know about a mile and a quarter. that's how long my loop is that I can walk comfortably. It took me like twenty minutes, eighteen twenty minutes, and I was hoofing some of it, but it was like a lot of heavy breathing and hard stuff, and I was like really pushing and um now I can do that same thing in like twelve to fit- twelve thirteen or twelve to twelve to fifteen minutes depending on my day and Um, I'm usually not really dying too much at the end of it, depending on, you know, where, where that final Hill was and how I, how I went or whether I went left or went right type of thing. Um, the point is that over, it gets easier. So you just got to start somewhere and then eventually you will get, so you will get somewhere else, but you got to start somewhere. And so start small if you got to. And I would say, um, the other thing that I found really personally helpful is that you, you know, I view this as like a long-term war and you don't have to win every single battle. Like you can have days where you where you go over your calorie count. And in my opinion, I mean, this is just Matt's opinion. You can have days where you can, um, you know, not exercise or, you know, phone it in or whatever. And I found that truly accepting that, that I was looking for a lifestyle change and that part of a lifestyle change is that, um that i'm not going to like I, I just i can't do it every day because i'm the life is too messy and truly accepting that um and understanding that i was working a long-term war over the course of like 50 years and that you know all i had to worry about was finishing my battle for the day or you know or i don't know I wasn't going to do it um i found that to be a very liberating thing also so um, once again, it's calories in, calories out. Uh tried to do a little bit of exercise. Um and then um sorry, try to do a little bit of exercise and then I can't remember the last thing that I was just talking about. Goals. The goals. So yeah. All right. And then the last thing we're gonna do here is we're gonna set some goals. With is that good? Are you guys good with that, Brent and Jordy? You want you good with goals? i'm all for all it let's listen. do it all right cool all right done with the rambling down to goals uh we're gonna take this we're gonna put these in the show notes so um i guess you guys need to like write down your goals somewhere as you do, <laughs> i'm gonna make them yeah put them in the show put it in the little discord chat guys yeah, so throw, it the, I, yeah, yeah throw it section. in the yeah so so um i'll go first my my current goal is i want to get over the course of the next year i want to get down to 190 to 200 pounds and then i want to maintain that weight uh ideally i will hit that goal by prior to like when i started this last year so i I would like to see myself lose somewhere around 30 pounds in like the next like five six months and then i would like to maintain that weight as well and based on my tracker i think it's i think it's feasible but i'm probably gonna have to like actually like i'm gonna have to try so i'm gonna put that in there um jordy brent who want who who wants to oh, sign up for oh, the okay. pain next you want to hop in there uh, yeah I'll, I'll okay jump in.
0: perfect I, Brent's got it so i've <clears throat> i've was for the longest time i had a goal of 260 Um uh, because i've always been heavy i mean for a long time i was over 300 pounds um so my new goal that I've been working at for a while now with the help of uh, a nutritionist and just figuring out some stuff there um is I I I think my what what we decided on anyways was around the 240 mark. I've had a hard time breaking the the 260 mark. I'm at the 260 mark now, but I can never get past that threshold for some reason. Uh so I think I think that's what I want to do over the course of i'm gonna go a little bit further out i'm gonna say over the course of the next uh probably six to 12 months so next half year to a year i'd love to get down to as close to that 240 mark as possible and maintain that how i also did you know the whole 260 thing and i've been able to maintain that over the past year so i think i think that's my next stop there and i think that would make a big difference in my life uh that that 20 pounds
1: That 20 pounds makes it, yeah. I almost it dropped does. an F-bomb, but it makes a big difference, Brent. It, it makes is. a huge difference, man. <laughs> it's like,
2: it, it really, really does. And that's been, that's been one of the other things that I've kind of noticed over the past year is the huge amount of difference that, that like in the way that I feel when I'm, when I'm just moving around the house and stuff after dropping, dropping that weight, um, that I did this year. It's, it's, it feels different. Absolutely. Jordy, Absolutely. What, you, what you got, brother? What what is okay. your goal? Your goal are you going up with your weight because it sounds like you're so, trying to put on that <laughs> muscle, sir? Yeah, hey, look. So I'm a, look like a strong okay, man. I, okay, I've got I've know, got two goals. Schwarzenegger. Here. so. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, um I I've dropped a bunch of weight, okay? I I um in 2021 August was when I started this this current track that I've on. I've been weightlifting on and off for about 10 years. Um I've always been on the heavier side. I've probably been 200 for the better half of the last 10 years, uh, body fat has, has drastically changed or, or dipped and, you know, um, I'm risen, if you will, at, at different occasions. But right now, I'm sitting pretty at about 235, uh, just about 16% body fat. Um, I am the biggest that I've ever been muscle-wise. I'm also, I feel like the strongest that I've ever been, and I'm, I'm feeling good, right? Um, I just found out uh, earlier this week or maybe a couple days ago. Uh, around this time last year, I was at about 228, um, and I was at about 17.5 percent body fat. Uh, and right now, I'm at 235 at 16 percent, just a little bit over six. I've gained weight. I've gained 10 pounds. Um, I, I think at the lowest uh, part of my track, I was about 220. That was about three, four months ago. Um, and so I've about 10 pounds uh, in comparison to where I was last year, but I have more muscle mass. So, goal number one is to maintain where I'm at. I, I don't want to go over 240, um, uh, and I'd like, you know, I'd like to stay under 240, but maintain my my 16% body fat. I'd like to drop to 14% um, percent in the next year. I think that's definitely achievable. I might be a little bit on that goal. Um but that's that's my goal. I'm going to take it slow and steady. Uh, I don't want to do anything too fast or or you know risk, you know breaking the the good cycle I've been on for almost the last two years. Um that's goal number 1. Is to stay under 240 and and um maintain this 14 to 16% um body fat goal so I can continue lifting big. Nice. Weight. Um goal number 2, this is kind of cheesy, all right? Uh but goal number 2 is just to love myself, man. You know, I think hey. um, you know what I was saying Uh, You know, a bit of of the open, and I think what we've all kind of gotten at, man, is, you know, I think uh, I I can't speak for anybody else but for me. And I've tried to lose weight like I have in the last two years for a very long time. You know, I remember getting back from deployment. I had dropped about 30 or 40 pounds because there wasn't shit to eat in Afghanistan, you know, outside our, our dining facility. And, I mean, hey, we were running missions all the time, so it was really easy to be in that caloric deficit, right? I gained 80% of that weight back within three months of being back in the States. Um, so it wasn't sustainable at all. And all I've done, you know, from that period, which would have been 2017 to, you know, about two years ago was, I was inside my mind, man, I just beat myself up. Um, and I, I honestly think that the big change that allowed me to stay consistent was just Myself, man, you know, I'm, I'm changing that dynamic of thinking I was dangling the carrot in front of myself. Really, I was just you know, beating myself with a stick and, and masquerading as the carrot in front of me. The biggest change that needed to happen was a mental one of, you know, it's it's this can't be for vain this, or, or vanity. Right. This can't be, yeah. you know, because I want to go to the beach this summer and I want to I mean, I'm not going to the beach anyways. Right. But right. it has to be for me. And, it, and that has to be the driving force, right? Um, and since that, part of my mentality is to able to grow on that with therapy and, um, you know, a little bit of psychiatry mixed in as well, you know, uh, which not everybody is going to need, but it's what I needed. Um, and I, I think that's been the, the biggest change for me of, of, you know, a sustainable, healthier lifestyle. The first thing that you have to, you know, have to, to really do is just learn how to accept yourself, man. So yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that over the next year, this is a, you know, we go through our, all of our own trials and tribulations and, you know, I'm no stranger to any of that. So, um, for me, I think, uh, goal number two is, is, is just a trek of, of self-love and, and acceptance, uh, whether or not I miss this, uh, I make or miss this goal. You know what I mean? That, that we set next year. Yes. I'm not starting back from square zero. Square yep. One, Did you miss the goal? That's okay. Yep. Just go back to the drawing board. And what can I change to make this, you know, habit, um, sustainable. And, and Good. that's all it comes down to. A awesome. um, little bit of a ramble there, but that's, those are my goals. Uh, thank you for the floor, everybody. I appreciate you.
2: Bro, I love it. I love that second goal. I feel like it's so important. I feel like it's so easy to get a toxic relationship. Absolutely, with, man. With, with this terrible. situation. Yeah. Yep. And it's so easy to get, to get really spun out on it and, you know, angry. Oh, I didn't hit whatever weight I wanted or, you know, you know, get in on the self-hate or, you know, I can't do it attitude. and. Yeah um you know just being like you know it's, it's part i mean honestly man i think it's part of like it's that long-term war situation that i'm talking about right you need Absolutely, long-term dude. sustainable strategies and beating the cred out of yourself is not a long-term strategy it it Creates ment- yeah. no it creates yeah. mental health issues so you know you might as yeah. well just accept that you are where you are and that's like maybe that's not cool but maybe it's okay and you know, because it just is—it's it's certainly reality, you know. And yeah. getting mad about it is not like, you know, hey guys, getting mad does not help you lose weight. So there's no point in getting <laughs> mad because it's not going to increase your caloric deficit. So yeah, you might as well just like realize that you're going to do whatever the next step is. um Mom, do you yeah. do you have any 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 goals that you want to share?
3: I do have goals. Um, I still go to the gym quite often, and um my body is is failing me in a lot of different areas so one of my goals is and my main goal is to stay fit so that i will not be a burden to my children um as i get Mm. older so i want to be able to maintain standing up and walking around um and that is one fitness goal i have yes love that Mm
2: -hmm. well i i appreciate that i i promise you i will help take care of you no matter what yeah i know i appreciate it though oh so um all right well folks i think that basically wraps it up uh you know just want to say once again thank you very much for listening to us chatter on about um you know less tech related items i know we're usually a lot more in the tech space but gosh i certainly feel like it you know, it affects the tech industry and yeah, it touches you know, all of
1: us, man. Yeah. yeah if you,
2: if you've been listening to us then you know that I'm tripping about the amount of like people that aren't in cybersecurity and the, and the amazing job deficit there. And guess what? If people are, you know, not able to sit up straight because they're, you know, because they have issues or, you know, maybe they've found themselves, you know, like just unable to work, you know, because of like, prob because of problems. I don't really want to go into a lot of detail there, but you know, anything I can help do to bolster the IT security industry's numbers in any ways, both now and later. Uh, you know, I wanna I wanna, you know, I wanna do that. Um I know Sean wasn't here with us tonight. I'm gonna reach out to him and holler and see if we can get him to give us a goal also. Um he just you know he's got other stuff going on. That's fine. So thank you for listening to my you know posts Podcast episode ramble and have a great day, night, whatever. Peace.
1: See you guys. Thanks, guys.
2: Bye.